Welcome to Battery Insiders, your podcast providing you insights in the fascinating world of batteries. Hosted by Pavia Cha and Simon Engelke. And welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome to all of our listeners and those of us who are new and old. We have old family. We have uh, continued to grow our Battery Insider family, it seems. How is everything going? Today, I've got Simon here with me. And as per usual, we are here to talk to you about the weather reporting live from New York and somewhere in Germany, I think. Is that right, Simon? That's correct. It's rainy and gloomy over here. I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> Where was it over there? It's like nice, brisk fall weather. Sun's out. Um, New fun. York is not hot anymore. The heat is not trapped here. Um, having just gotten through a summer here, I can tell you this much. The city's great, but I can't do it in the summer. I, especially every day walking out by Rockefeller Center, I was like, I thought this was supposed to be like my movie moment. It's not. <laughs> I'm a happier person this time of year. Can you tell? <laughs> I'm glad. It's probably a bit inverse over here. But um, I guess another, the, the one link would be our speaker of the day or like our conversation starter of this month's session is also in New York. And I guess that's a bit of a potential link. So I guess he might be as happy as you about the weather change. And maybe also his batteries are more happy to not be grilled anymore in the summer. Yes, absolutely. Talk about temperature control and our needs for that. Um, we just had a fantastic session and, you know, had a great uh, live conversation about utility scale storage and kind of the direction that it's going in, the factors that we need to be considering uh, when we think about, you know, really installing these types of uh, storage facilities and what uh, connectivity and what cost and what, you know, really... Um, ensuring like the sustainable life cycle of these uh, systems can consist of. And so, yeah, like, what did you think about the conversation? Yeah, that was interesting. It's a bit of a, you know, I think it's one of the topics maybe you don't really think about. I mean, it's often think maybe more about small scale or very mobile batteries, like, you know, V's and two wheelers and all these other electric, you know, maybe planes even now, as an application we spoke about in past podcasts, but you know, talking about something more utility scale, but this to, but still movable, I think was a different, interesting angle. And I'm, I think I was also quite intrigued about you know, the pricing structure and maybe how these things can be quite similar. I think you gave some good explanation of this, you know, thinking really think about the full system cost and integration of your batteries in buildings and things like that, with land usage and all these kinds of different things. So I think it was a, yeah, it was, I think, a different use case, interesting use case, but like probably a bit more on the, niche area i think but at this point at least something we haven't really come across before but i can see how this has its use case and applications and of course you also explained it i think it's been doing it now over six years and of course also now more heavily maybe on the v charging side so i think it's interesting to see that these use cases exist and then you know how people you know build build a business in, in these different applications what do you think yeah it sounds like you know the framing of his company power edison is um, that they're kind of the Uber of the energy storage uh, industry, right? They keep things, they, they provide power on wheels, <laughs> pun intended. But I think it's a very, it's definitely interesting because right when I think that, oh, you know, we've covered all the topics in our, in our sessions, then we talk to someone who's creating like 
the mobile storage on wheels concept. And it's like, okay, well the innovation, I mean, the innovation continues. And I think it's just one high level refreshing to hear that um, new ideas are constantly kind of are coming up in the industry and also on our radar. And then, yeah, I just think that it's an interesting business case. Um, you know, you don't, I, one of the things I think Power Edison talks about is that they don't have to deal with the subsidies and kind of the bureaucracy and the paperwork that go into uh, some of the larger utility scale uh, storage facilities that are, that are, you know, um, installed in one place and not mobile. And I think that that offers kind of a, a kind of a benefit for this type of technology, right? Like a quicker way to enter the market and kind of permeate the market. Um, I am, I think for a second, I was probably still wrapping my head around like, so how do they get the power everywhere? Because I'm coming off of a summer and a year of learning about, you know, grid connectivity and how do we really make the grid more renewable. And that's kind of where I've been, what I've been thinking about in terms of like electricity storage. So I would say this was definitely eye-opening. Yeah, and I think that's also this can be an interesting conversation also in the past, maybe not so much on the podcast, but also on the Battery MBA about, you know, the grids of the future and are they more, you know, centralized, decentralized, that also case studies on that, but also it's an actual with the touch of energy in the past. And I think, you know, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's as you say, right, it's a question kind of how, how you build these structures. And there's, I think, two, two ways, right? Like one, you have areas where there isn't any grid available right now. So then, of course, you know, you have to think about, are you building something centralized? Are you building something, you know, decentralized? And then you have some other ones and you think about, you want to, you know, how do you adapt them now maybe to the renewable world, right? So um, you mentioned where it's electricity coming from, is it like solar, is it wind? And I think I think another use case you also mentioned was, I think, wind turbines, if I don't remember, if I'm correct, remember correctly. So there's also something I can see, right? You would put a container there, you have like a wind farm, you kind of use this buffer, you store there, then you move it over. Uh, maybe you store some lines, but yeah, I think I think that's really where batteries come into play, right? You, it's, it's a buffer, right? It's a storage, but they're not for like you know seasonal or something storage. So it's really about a few hours and anywhere where you, this can make sense, which could be you know a recharging, could be any buffer of, of kind of you know changing um, other renewable energy sources, whether it's solar and wind. I think these are the, the place where I could see something that this could work and. Of course, they have to compete. I mean, the interesting thing is they have to compete against real batteries on wheels, which will be vehicles, right, rather than containers. And then, but they're a bit smaller, so but still vehicle to grid, right? Could probably be quite interesting there to see how this be combined or how this could maybe also um, play a role against each other a bit. But then also thinking proper stationary, right? Like thinking about, um, yeah, like, you know, this really big, we have seen it also in the news, right? Like you have these really big installations of, of, of batteries um, as, as grid installations, which also sometimes are still in containers. Yeah. It kind of actually makes me think, should we be driving around with rooftop solar panels on our cars? <laughs> but you wonder, you wonder what there's a startup in Munich called Zona Motors so it does exactly that or they're trying that. Wait, really? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> sent you a link after. sounds like we need to talk to them after. Bring them up yeah. next. No, that's interesting. Well, and here I thought I was getting innovative. See, just when you think it's all done, there's a new idea, but then you realize somebody else is doing it. <laughs> well, I think that's for sure out there. And I think maybe one other thing is so just people wonder what they, why they should listen to this episode. I think I found quite interesting that one is on the pricing. I think kind of, you know, that there's the idea to be price parity, but how would you reach the price parity? I think there's some great insights there. But then another thing is so compared to, 
stationary stationary versus this kind of mobile stationary. And then another thing is um, but also interesting monitoring because often we think for battery monitoring, it's a question I asked about how do you, you know, what do you do about battery monitoring? And, you know, this usually we think about it as, you know, you want to monitor how the battery behaves over use. But here they also really think about monitoring the transport because you have to move these things around. And of course, electronics and all of these different parts have to be, you know, moved in, a, in an accurate and a proper way and, you know, be, be, be as good after as before or have to be fixed, etc. If need be, so I think it's also interesting that they, of course, have to look into that as well. Which, of course, is also another thing. Um, these EVs and these kind of points, but I think, yeah, from a from a utility perspective, it's interesting. These large scale batteries, how do you monitor them in transport? And I think that they have there are some solutions in this case. Very interesting, and yeah, I think those are definitely. I mean, those continue to be pivotal questions about the different technologies we discuss on our podcast, you know, the pricing and it's very interesting where and how like the local market does affect um, the pricing and kind of like the marketing schemes that uh, the different technologies end up taking on, at least the ones that we, that we uh, introduce on, on our, on our uh, podcast here. But um, yeah, so I guess kind of looking forward now after wrapping this one up, any any thoughts on who we may be listening from next, a little teaser for next time, or should we keep it a surprise? Well, I think we can tease a bit. So the next episode is going to be about the recap in a way from the Battery Day, which of course from Battery Associates annual big event where we bring lots of people together. This year it's quite long. It's the, this year's battery is um, 12 hours in length, so there's a lot to be covered. And essentially, we're going to do a nice um, recap with some of the moderators as well. And of course, hopefully many attendees of the session, but also anybody who missed it and is curious to get the highlights from it. So hopefully it should be a nice episode. I know there's a lot of interesting content covered in the event. So hopefully there's some interesting content to be shared as well from that. Sounds good. Hope all of you are uh, able to join us. And if not, we'll be sure to share the insights with you right here at Battery Insiders. Thanks, Barbara. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Have a good day.